What's up, everyone? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 60, and boy, do we have a banger. This week, we welcome Fresco to the podcast. We really chop it up, and it's a fun episode. First of all, let me apologize for this episode being late this week. As I'm dropping this Sunday night, as promised, if you check the socials. But, you know, like there's always going to be a chance that schedules will be conflicting. And so we just got to roll with the punches. So, I'm, you know, I still put, put my best foot forward and get this got this episode out on Sunday. And here we are. A fresh, hot and fresh episode just recorded from my computer to your ears. And let me just jump on to the recent announcements of kicks that are coming out right like there's only going to be a couple but have y'all seen the social status penny ones now for those of people who are listening please look up this shoe and you got to see how dope it is what's even doper is that they're going to be coming with an interchangeable nike swooshes and your boy is definitely putting on the basketball check or swoosh if I get a pair. Hopefully I get a pair. I will be trying. And, you know, I know I said I'm going to be trying to get an old pair of kicks, you know, mainly a grail instead of just spending money every week and just buying a new pair every week. But now I'm being a lot more selective on on what I'm getting. But these two pairs, which is the next one I'm about to talk about now, which are the Amma Manier Jordan 2s. And my God, this shoe is absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, I'm a big fan of James Whitner, especially because he runs both social status and I'm on Manier. So I'm on the, the James Whitner fan club <laughs> with these two uh, releases. So hopefully I get a pair. And you know, both pairs are going to have an amazing storytelling behind them, just like all the previous I'm on Manier releases. So being that they're all well thought out, I'm going to definitely need to cop. And now I know these don't count as older shoes, but big, but these count as models I do not have. So these will be sought after from your boy. But it's a quick intro. So why don't we just jump into the episode? And but first, where to find Fresco? You can find Fresco on all social medias as Fresco BK. Uh, I'm gonna leave everything in the descriptions. You know that, and definitely, definitely, definitely check out his series on Caffeine TV, Caffeine.tv, where I'm gonna put a link down in the description as well for his stuff. But at the end of the episode, he goes into a breakdown of what types of shows he puts on on Caffeine. It's three. He does three shows a week. They're all super dope. I'm sold. I'm definitely gonna be tuning in every week, catching up with fresco on caffeine tv i mean it it's so dope so definitely to make sure you listen through the whole episode and you can find out more about his shows on caffeine and don't forget even though he's not here don't forget to check out if he's work man because once he comes back we're going to be we're going to be rolling once he comes back um so don't forget to check out his companion podcast for the peacemaker show podly peacemaker peacemaker it's peacemaker I'll never say peacekeeper ever again, but what, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and also make sure you follow his Twitch, you know, hit up his Twitch. He's going to be he has to be streaming. Got to be streaming. Uh, if these follow him everywhere at if in the wide way, everywhere's your socials. And, you know, follow your boy who is Haas on all social medias. Uh, try to help me get this Twitter one because this is one person. It's literally a Twitter account with one follower. And that person is also named Haas, which is weird. And they're following them. And I'm trying to get Twitter to give me who is Haas with no underscores because my Twitter right now has underscores in it. And I would love at who is Haas. No, no, no underscores. So 
help me out. <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow the podcast at my first kicks pod at gmail. Uh, at, don't forget to follow the podcast at my first kicks pod. And don't forget to send in your my first kick story at my first kicks pod at gmail.com. That's why I stumbled because I'm so used to saying at my first kicks pod at gmail.com. But please, please send in your my first kick stories. Would love to read them to guest. Would love to read them in the intro uh, when if he comes back. But on to this week's episode with Fresco. Hey, Fresco, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. What up, man? How are you? Yo, uh, it's a pleasure having you on because we ran into each other at ComplexCon when I was with Ify and I was just like, yo, you know, I know Lawrence. I know Lawrence DeLoach. Like, I want to get you on this podcast. And you were like, <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still shocked whenever anyone recognizes my face at all. Like, I think like I'm like, oh, motherfuckers is going to forget me. I don't, you know, I talk about sneakers and shit, but yeah, people probably mm-hmm. just forgot. But yeah, Lawrence is my guy. You did walk up and you were very respectable. And I fuck with that. So, of course, I do this. <laughs> yeah, imagine. I mean, like, it, the, the whole complex con vibe was definitely like, you just, like, it, it was inviting. So, like, people, you can talk to random people and stuff like that. True. And it wasn't just like, yo, you putting out this front and then, you know, oh, Com- you got to be having the 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 flyest kicks and you can't approach anybody with if you don't have flyest kicks on. Yeah. There's some bum asses at Complex Con, so like they better not ever not be humble. I mean, there's certain people that you may cross like that, but for the most part, it was was that your first time there? Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Neil from Complex who put Complex Con. Mm-hmm. He put the whole thing together. Um, but yeah, he 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 hooked us up and we were invited to to pull up and uh, it was it was definitely my first time. I I don't you didn't know this, but and but all the listeners know this. But I was like. Four months uh, from coming out of uh, knee sur- uh, ankle surgery, so I really? was like limping all over the 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 showroom floor and stuff like that. Man, that's so ironic because my first time at ComplexCon was the first one, 2016, mm-hmm. and I was just coming off a severe ankle sprain. And <laughs> they, yo, I was out of work. I would, this is when like I was still at state. Well, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I was out of work for um, I was out of work for maybe. That September and October mm-hmm. and Complex Time was in November. And I kept getting calls like, yo, are you going to be ready to go? Are you going to be ready to go? And I'm like, yo, why are they so adamant about me going <laughs> to this shit? Yeah. And I was on crutches. But that weekend, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to leave the crutches. And I limped around the whole oh, Complex Time. That's that's fire. I like that. I don't like I thought, the pain I thought you're going to be like. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, "Yo, I I I bought a scooter and I just was just using nah, a scooter all around." He was thugging that shit out. I'm fucking ride, not riding. I'm walking, limping through Complex Con, looking at Bowl Bowl and shit when he's still in yeah. high school. <laughs> Bowl Bowl, he I mean that there. first complex. Yeah, facts, facts. I mean, I, you, you can definitely pick him up out of anywhere because he's taller than everybody. The tallest in the human I've ever seen in my fucking life. Dude's like seven nine, right, or something like that. Seven some, six, some wild like shit that. like that. He's he's Jeez. he's as tall as they say he is. He's not like <laughs> that's not like an NBA height. Like nah, this motherfucker's tall. <laughs> uh, but like uh, so for my listeners, uh, since I know who you are, uh, how about you? You know, talk about a little bit about yourself and and uh, you know what you do. Okay. Um, all right. So for starters, I'm Fresco, Fresco Wilson, Fresco BK, <laughs> whatever you feel like calling me at the time. I am, I've been in the world of sneakers, I guess, like for my entire life, but more, more notably, I've been doing unboxings for, I want to say the last maybe five to six years. So I have Mm -hmm. anywhere between 180 to 190 videos publicized already. Mm -hmm. I've done various publications in regards to sneakers. And I also teach. So uh, I say to people, I can't get away from sneakers. They're always on my back. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and I love a good box. Yo, facts. I love a good box. Facts. <laughs> but with that being said, my love uh-huh. for sneakers and my love for boxings and unboxing thing. And then the, uh, I once upon a time worked for Nike. 
mm-hmm. that started and I just found an old video. Oh my God. It was like my first sneaker presentation from 2010. Um, and that opened uh, my eyes to like working behind the scenes in, in regards mm-hmm. to the sneaker world and not just being in retail, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started with Nike as a, well, not Nike, a company called Game 7. I was doing project managing. Mm-hmm. And that transitioned into me like begging Nike to give me a job. And they were like yeah. shitting on me low key. <laughs> and I did everything, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, man. And then um, I left that job and I started, I just hustled for like maybe a couple of years, but I'd always been selling shoes. Even yeah. my time there, I was selling shoes and I'm not going to say any names, but there were several people who asked me to sell shoes for them. Mm-hmm. Several. <laughs> you were the OG reseller. And these reseller. same motherfuckers, <laughs> when I was trying to like get the job, uh-huh. they wasn't trying to help me. But I guess oh, it man. benefited them more to have me sell their shit that they couldn't sell than me being within the parameters of the company, which is all good to me. Because if you can't be used, you're useless. That's, so, that's true. That's true. Um, they used me at the time for whatever they needed me for. I picked up the lessons that I got. And then right after I uh, stopped working with them, I got with a dude named Sean Williams. Shout out to Sean mm-hmm. Williams. He is the host of the first official sneaker podcast. Uh, it's called the Obsessive Sneaker Disorder. Yeah. And him and his partner, uh, D. Wells, they had a program called Social Studies. Social Studies teaches people about the cultural and business side of footwear. I'm talking mm-hmm. pretty fast. Um, but uh, I got with him in 2015 to start teaching that program in schools. So I started teaching in 2015, which is the same year the stadium opened. I kind of started like back to back. I think teaching yeah. started September, stadium opened October. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so oh, super I said fire. That, excuse me. Uh, nah, whatever. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a right. it's a business. It's a yeah. business. If you figure it it's, out, you yeah, figure it it's, out. It's a, yeah, if you figure it out, you figure it out. But yeah, go ahead, man. Sorry, but but yeah, I mean, bringing um, which I which I think it's like like the craziest the crazy part of like melting uh what the sneaker industry is into an actual like teaching courses. Oh, it's like super intriguing me once you once you have been posting about it. I was just like, man, I want to get in on this like somehow, you know. But, uh, but we do uh, we do programming for um for the adults but sean mm-hmm. normally handles the adults i'm a little bit better with the kids and yeah nah he's great with the kids too but i'm mm-hmm. a little bit closer in age um there's a there's a relatability there like i still yeah. have tons of contact with all my students thanks and I mean, that's a- sorry to cut you off but nah, kids, it's all good. kids to me they dominate the whole business yeah and yeah, they don't know anything about it so like i'd rather I don't know. I'd rather work with them. I'd rather work with them. No, yeah. I mean, because like the reason why I, I and I mentioned this to everybody's listening. You know, you you can hear me talk about this again. Is the reason why I started this podcast was to bring back storytelling into the community. You know, like a lot of it is just like everybody has their own stories as to why a specific pair has touched them or like or nice. you know their journey to get this specific pair. And this is why we're here. And speaking of which, why not just ask you the question? So we could just jump into it. Yes. What's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Yeah. And I just so, I, yeah, we talked about this off camera and I like kind of rattled with it and debated yeah. a little bit. But the first shoe and I have another shoe that I'm going to show you mm-hmm. that um, you don't really get to see a lot of. Um, it is we're going to get into that in a second. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's go one by one. Um, so the first shoe. That I remember like really wanting to have mm-hmm. the first Jordan I ever had is the Jordan six infrared. That is like, I know I probably begged my father or asked him for that. Yeah. But the first shoe I know that I pleaded to have was, and I'm going to just take it out. Cause I just took it out. Was the flight posit three, the Nike air flight posit three. This is from 1999. Mm-hmm. I think um, 2001 is what 2001. I was, what I, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Well, somewhere in that time frame, I don't know. It's a long fucking time ago. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, they ran for a little. You, this is this is back when sneakers would like be around for a little bit. No, these this, and this. another thing about these, yeah. I got these on sale. That's why I got mm-hmm. all when I before I started buying them separately. I bought the green, red, black, and gray, all for like sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. like sixty nine ninety nine times that's one forty one forty. That's two eighty plus mm-hmm. tax. So like I got my grandmother. She's like, I can get you four pairs of shoes for two hundred and eighty dollars. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she uh, um, picked these up for me. And yeah, like I begged for these, though. Like I like I begged for them and they were on sale. But I still just had to have them because I like to have the shit in school that nobody mm-hmm. had. Exactly. Um, let me give a, a, a little description of the Air Flight Posit 3s. The Nike Air Flight Posit 3s was part of the Alpha Project series and the Foam Posit line, making for an incredibly futuristic looking shoe. Best known for the lenticular holograms on the sides that looked like alien eyes. The upper was an ultra thin foam posit with two stretchy TPU straps, which are these straps that are on the top of the shoe. If you look at it, if you pull it up, pull it up um, one on the forefoot and the other at the ankle to provide optimal foot stability and support. The top ankle strap was magnetic, which required the wearer to lace up the shoe tightly. The inside of the shoe incorporated a dynamic fit sleeve to offer a snug fit, but there was also mesh windows on the tongue area for breathability. Zoom air cushioning was also throughout the shoe with an exposed midsole, carbon fiber plate, and the outsole was solid rubber with herringbone. And I used to get uh, fucking buckets in these shoes. Yeah, I knew he was gonna say you gonna, I knew he was gonna be like, yo, I'll put yeah, 40 in this. I used to get buckets in these shoes. Not my not my highest scoring shoe. My uh-huh. highest scoring game came in Concord 11s. Facts. Jeez. Um but uh this, those are heavy to back then too. The, I love them. I don't know. I just loved con like elevens, especially. I love to hoop in, but Concords, mm-hmm. like it was uh yeah, I loved I still love Concords today. They're my favorite elevens. Uh I mean I've I've say this all the time, but I think the eleven is an overrated shoe. I feel I'm you. A- <laughs> no, I mean I don't I'm not an elevens guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like I, I have some pairs of elevens. My favorite mm-hmm. pair is the Concord. But I'm not an Elevens guy. But um, yeah, I uh, I fuck with that pair in particular, and I'm glad you actually mentioned the Alpha Project. A lot of people don't even know that the Alpha Project was a series based around basketball and like lightweight mm-hmm. shoes. And each Alpha Project shoe had like a a six dot uh, design piece to it. Yeah, which represented the Alpha Project. So yeah, he knows his shit. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know that already, but I, I love to hear that. I mean, this is this is what we're here for. We're here, yeah. we're here to bring the knowledge, bring the stories. You know what I mean? Um, what, what? So, like, I mean, you mentioned it, but like after that, like, what was like high school for you, or or where 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 was your peak collecting, or when did you realize, yo, I need to start collecting? Um, no, nah, I just I started and I started when I got to high school for real. That mm-hmm. was when I like started to hold on to shoes and not just like wear them for a, p- a point in time and then just get rid of them. Nah, I was like collecting like Jordan fives, Jordan 11s, um, tons of basketball shoes, pennies, penny mm-hmm. twos. Uh, I think I had Grant Hill shoes. I've had fucking, but that, that's like elementary type shit. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. I just like, I think high school is where I started. And then once I got to college, it was, it was a no brainer, like because I was already wearing some shoes on the court and yeah. some shoes off. So, yeah. Oh, I you did the cool. play and this is oh, the play. Yeah. And this, yeah yo, Definitely. I, I, it's funny because like, um, I don't know if I mentioned this, but like what I remember growing up and did not knowing that until like started getting into sneakers in high school. And then my next door neighbor was like, yo. Uh, make sure you wear your play shoes. We're about to go running or whatever. And I was just like, I don't know what that, like, I, I, what do you mean play shoes? Hey, my man, my man put me on. I was just like, all right. And then that's, that's when you start, I started going into the sales and going and like I, stalking like the Foot Locker that was by me and just mm-hmm. being like, all right, this is on sale. Let me go, let me, let me go ask my mom to try to get two pairs going. Well, I'm sure you answered this question already, mm-hmm. but I got to ask, what was your shoe that you had to have? My first shoe is, this pair is actually so i have three three stories three mm-hmm. origin stories right 
the first time I got to actually like I got my first job. I was working at GameStop and the first pair I was just like, yo, I need these. And it was a pair of SBs with the khaki highs, which I'm trying to get again. All right. Yeah. And that was like an easy cop. You just and I like I cherish those things. And until I was just like, you know what, I'm going to just start collecting more. And then it kind of just fell wayside and I started just I beat them down. Right. But the 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 shoe that that like put it on to me, like, OK, if I save up enough money, I'm going to just keep like I'm going to keep going is <laughs> I got a pair of Jordan 15s, the bread, the bread Jordan 15s. Okay. My mom, my mom and my aunt like <laughs> saved up a ton of money. Well, to save up money to make it happen because I kept asking for Jordans. I was like, can I get Jordans? Can I get Jordans? And every year they drop. And then I finally get a pair and I'm like, I'm like, I can't wait. And then I like I, I, I um I open up the 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 Christmas gift or whatever, and then you just see you remember the the Jordan face where it's like the lines. Yes. The, the silver the lines. Box. The gray yeah. box. Yep. Yo, I saw it. I was freaking like, yo, let's go. And I open it up. I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, man, 15s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then they both turned to me and they were like, and they, they were like, we did good, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, great job, guys. <laughs> I was like, thanks for giving me the most ugliest joys. Warm the next day. Everybody was just like, yo, what's going on? Why you got quilts on your feet? I'm just like, Facts. man. Because the, the, the 15s are misunderstood. They're, they're misunderstood. I, I'm, I'm not a 15 guy, but I would say that, you know, they're not horrible because I've seen like PSNY do a good 15. Yeah. But uh, Billie nah. Eilish was, did a decent Billie one. Eilish, facts. Yeah. Shout out to Billie. I did an episode with Billie. She's an awesome girl. But um, yeah, I, uh, I think 15s are misunderstood. I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't shit on them all the way, maybe just a little bit, but like yeah. they're misunderstood. I mean, it's funny because, like, I think, like, so say it's like somebody, because this happens a lot where people ask me this question and I have to break it down into, like, yo, all right, you know, like, I've, I couldn't spend as much money as I wanted to. I've always been like, it's either video games or, or clothes or sneakers. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I would, I would just try to get as much clothes for as little bit of money because, you know, it's that, uh, uh, school year, you get the you get your two chances. You know, you get your two chances to try to get your fit for the year, like your couple Thanks. fits for the years, and then um, after that is just video game money. After that, right? So it's always just like, yo, yeah, my first pair is just a pair of fifteens, <laughs> and I gotta and I gotta be like, all right, but hold on. Once I finally make my own money, I got a pair of khaki SBs. <laughs> when I when I made my own money, I think it was like this one out because before I started like a job. I didn't have a job till way later. Mm-hmm. I didn't smoke weed and I had access to mad weed. So I sold it. Like, <laughs> and it was the ter- most terrible weed known to man. <laughs> Selling like, oregano out Yo, there. that shit might as well have been oregano. That shit was terrible. So, um, I knew it was ah, terrible. You're the, you're the reason that New York was stuck on diesel for like 10 years. Yo, fucking, <laughs> I despise sour diesel. I would never, never, even when that shit was like a thing, I wasn't smoking weed then. So like, it became a thing like, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I knew the weed was terrible, but I had access to it. Yeah. So I was, this. I think by the time I was like, maybe like a senior in high school, I was just selling weed. I didn't know how much it cost. I just know I had a lot of it and I could make a couple of dollars on it. And I used that money to buy the Brazil, um, Brazil Dunkai. No, Brazil oh, Dunkai. Dunkai's? <clears throat> Yo, yep. that's crazy. And I bought a pair of um, Nike Pro Bs before uh-huh. the SB. But this time they were old. SB had been around, but I just yeah. bought an old Pro B. And I also bought a, a Stussy Dunkai that I have somewhere in here. Facts. That's what wow. I first bought with my weed money. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 crazy because like I when I first started getting into SBs, I immediately was like, all right, let me start getting some old shit. And then I, I got a pair of Pro Bs, too, that I have. I got the red grip tapes that I just that that cert, like I put them on. Anybody check out the, the TikTok for this podcast, but the I, they circled back. Right. So like I bought them and then I had to sell them to pay a bill because, you know, it'd be broke you, when you broke. It's the the shoe that you don't you know you wear the least is is going on eBay. It's gotta so go. Then, facts. Yeah. 
So then I bought them, put them on eBay. And then one day I was just looking around and I was just like, you know what? Let me just look through eBay again. They popped up. Same shoe. Copped them. And I and I think I got them for less. I think I like it for like 10 bucks less than what, right, I, should be what like I sold that. before. Do you, know? you have any shoes that you sold them for like nothing and now they're going for some crazy oh, amount yeah. of money? Yeah. It, I got the the um I mean Brian Anderson's like the Brian Anderson. I'm, yeah, I'm a big SB guy, just so you know. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. So like Brian Anderson's, I remember I copped them and then uh and I was just like I bought them off of some dude. Like I did a like a we met up and I and I copped. And then I was just like, I was like, yo, you know, I put them on, I wore them a couple times and they, they were just a little bit too tight. So I was just like, all right, let me put them on. Let me let me put them up on eBay and then I can get the money that I get for them. And I, and I could buy another pair of my size. A 13 never comes around. And I put those up and I'm like, God damn it, bro. I should have just kept them. Those those like I remember selling mosquito SBs. Oh, I sold mosquito SBs on eBay for $95. <laughs> and now, not even eBay, not even fucking eBay. That shit was um, Craigslist. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Cause I was definitely, I've just recently started to do like online transactions. I'm uh-huh. from the street. <laughs> yeah. I'm from the street. You want these <laughs> shoes from me? I'm not, I'm me and you in a public place in New York City. <laughs> And we're going to exchange funds for have I had to fuck somebody up for giving me fake money? Yes. You have? Absolutely. Somebody came to meet me one night around Uh 28th Street. 28th Street in Manhattan is like bootleg central. Yeah. So it was late. It was like maybe 930, 10. So it's dark. Mm -hmm. So he comes to meet me. I'm selling Olympic sixes. Now. I used to get access to so many shoes and I could sell them under retail. And yeah. they, they were dead stock, et cetera. So um, I meet up with homie and he, you know, gives me the money and I take the money and I'm starting to walk away and I'm counting the money and I'm looking, I'm like, yo, nah, this shit's not real. <laughs> so then I get kind of far away from him. He gets like yeah. down like a block and a half. And I'm like, it's, but there's nobody outside. So I'm like, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, pull up real quick. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm like, yo, I don't know if he thought to run, but he yeah, didn't run. I'm... But it looked like it crossed his mind. Yeah. So I ran down. I was like, you try to give me some fake money? He's like, no, 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 no. It's not even like. I doesn't even need to go into what happened after that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm more of a in-person, but yeah, more recently in the last few years, yeah. have I dealt with the online stuff, <laughs> online sales and eBay type shit. Facts. Yo. <laughs> oh man. That's yo, I definitely if that was that dude, I would have booked it. I would have why am I could coming back? No, hell no, bro. Cause I'm Hell like, yo, bro, like, and this was like, I think I was only selling them for like a hundred and forty dollars mm-hmm. DS, like a hundred and forty dollars DS for Olympic sis, uh, Olympic six is like unheard of. Yeah, exactly. Cause they were yeah. retails one seventy, and so like, yeah, cause like, and it's funny you said that, cause now it brought me back to this memory where I went to, uh, I went to a sneaker con in Basketball City. Like I was seven there. years. You definitely was, pretty no, sure you were there. I have photos from it. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> so, then, so then I go and I'm carrying like four pairs. And I think I had I had I had Olympic six lows on me. And I was just like, I don't want these. Like I wore them one time. I don't want these. It's whatever. So I'm just trying to look for anything that maybe I want. And I trade mm-hmm. them for a pair of sneakers that I don't really wear. Ever so, I it took a I took a big L on that, which is I, I traded them for a pair of Hornets colorway LeBron nines, and <laughs> the, the the purple and blue ones. The, yeah. the, wow, they were, and they were then, used too. But then again, uh, I think that shoe is probably better than the Olympic six low because mm-hmm. those purple and teal LeBron nines they were like people had them at the time. Yeah. A lot of people had them at the time. I I would say I saw more people in those than in Olympic six lows, for sure. But like, 
I don't know what came over me because like I know I was I was I know I was trying like I went there with the purpose of getting rid of like I had a pair of Christmas uh, KD fours I think the big like elf shoe and then um, but they were they were size fourteen so they look huge so I mm-hmm. never wore them and then I also had a like a pair of I had something else and I was just like yo I do not want to go home with these so then I went. And I was just asking, like, yo, you want to do a trade? You want to do a trade? And then it's kind of just like once you start getting beat down enough, you're like, I'll take anything. Like, it's just like, yeah, yo, where did this guy? Give me it. Give it to me. It's cool. <laughs> and then I was just like, so then after I did the trade, I go to my boy who has a table and I'm like, yo, I traded, I traded these for these. And he's just like, he's, I, I'm pretty sure he was just like, I'm just going to try to like make him feel all right. Cause he just goes to me, like, listen, as long as, as long as it's more than what you pay retail on your shoe, it's fine. That's what he told me and i was just like all right <laughs> look at it look at it on the bright side like you know as long as it's it's some way it's good then it's good <laughs> i but. mean but so like i mean you mentioned it but like how how did you end up becoming getting that like insight on on inside on on uh getting some kicks early because um, what's the what's the method who you who who i gotta speak to <laughs> the the best how I got into that, I started to walk around. Mm-hmm. Like, but this is like, you know, like when you could, a lot of stores, you can't really go to stores the same, have the same experience anymore because everything right. is like online. But yeah. I really just walked around and I'm big and black. I smile a lot. I'll use my words fairly well. <laughs> um, yeah. I played basketball. So there was like, uh, and I was always pretty good with people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't have a lot of beef out here in the street. Like, you know, I just, you just walk around and I had my fly shit. So I'm stepping into your space. I already got the shit. Mm-hmm. So if I present myself with respect, then the same respect was received. Yeah. So uh, I would go to like Goliath and Dave's quality meats mm-hmm. and classic kicks and, um, Client, uh, Supreme clientele, clientele, clientele. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go to clientele like that because clientele never had shit in my size yeah. ever. Um, I don't wear Supreme, so I was not going there. Uh, and that's no slight to Supreme, but I'll take I'll take off all my Supreme off. Let me, nah, nah, it's all good. I have a, uh, <laughs> my Supreme story. I went in there to purchase someone, purchase something for someone, and they were rude as fuck. Yeah, so I, I was mean, like, was the- <laughs> this shit ain't even for me and y'all being fuck boys. I'm never buying anything Supreme. <laughs> and to this day, I do not own anything Supreme. Have I sold it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I got a Supreme beanie that I'm about to do a giveaway with, a box logo beanie. Like, oh, man. Got that. I got a couple of Supreme things I'm going to give away. A Michael Jackson t-shirt. I got some of that shit. But um, I have never put it on my body. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, going it's, out got yeah. me like got me my respect from people being in like being at um sneaker con mm-hmm. and fucking dunk exchange. My brother put me on to selling sneakers. My brother is the reason I am affiliated with the brand that I'm affiliated with now. Right. He put me on. He's the original. He put so many people on to reselling in New York. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's 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 not even funny. Excuse me. <laughs> your favorite, your favorite, and when I say this, I mean this, your favorite resellers from this area of the uh-huh. world have interacted with my brother. And that's on God. But uh, um, I, I mean, I, I, I do want to say, because like a lot of people who don't know this, who think that reselling is what it is, like it's always been like what it is now, where it's like super cutthroat and stuff like that. I, I remember when it was like, and not to do the whole I remember, but like, it it was a it was a thing where you had to have a real relationship with the store owners and then you're actually help it's a big helping each other thing out. I got dead stock that is just sitting back here. If you sell this old stuff for me, I got you on the next hot shit that's coming out. And people don't understand that. Like they just think it's just like, yo, it, it's always been like GOAT and StockX, except on eBay and everybody just buying stuff up. Nah, man. It used to be like a real like you had to be like, you gotta get be respected. You gotta, you know, you like it wasn't just a big like I'm a bum rush a line. It was always just like, yo, this is my boy. Like you get to skip the line, you, you know. Like it's a whole big thing. And yeah, yo, I remember going to like, I remember. But either way, <laughs> um, like Foot Lockers, yeah. I knew the managers and shit like that. Release days, 
I could either be like, yo, I need this size, these sizes, this many. You're like, all right, it's cool. Just come here after this time and then uh-huh. it's straight. Or it's, if you couldn't do that, it's like um, you pull up. I used to pull up in the Uber, mm-hmm. jump right out. They just like you're at a club. They call you inside. Yeah. I get my shoe and I am gone. <laughs> gone. The last, <laughs> the, the last shoe that happened with, I could say this because it's, yeah, Kith. Uh-huh. I wanted the Kith LeBron 15. That's the last shoe I oh, really yo, wanted. Oh, yeah. With the with the the rows and the straps, right? Those thumb joints is crazy. I have them I right those. here. They're like, they're <laughs> right. I have more. I have like three of them. But um, but I wanted that shoe that bad. Like I wanted mm-hmm. that. I was thirst. So in my thirst levels, I hit up this person, hit up this person, hit up this person. <laughs> and I live near the Kith in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. So once everything was lined up, let's say I left my house at like 1.15. By 1.25, I was back home with both pairs of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's because of who I knew. It's because yeah, of like exactly, the relationships yeah. you make. Like that's yeah, what we're saying. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, if you could, if you're able to pull up, you know, Ronnie on the phone and be like, "Yo, slide me a pic." <laughs> I do not know Ronnie. Like he knows my friends, but I I don't know him. Shout out to him and all the, all that he does. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, facts. I mean, that man that man turned uh, internship at David Z's to Kith. Man, yo, just be careful when you say that. It wasn't an internship, <laughs> you know. His uh, his yeah, his uh, uncle owned, his uncle owned yeah owned his, his uncle owned, founded Magic. His right, uncle yeah. owned David Z. Yeah, this is not like a. I uh, mean, I'm not saying that he wasn't okay. Back, he wasn't I'm back. Like, yo. I mean, he wasn't back for, like you know back loaded with like okay. I didn't say any. I'm just saying that you know he 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 does what I feel like you know people should do is where like if you are given you know, the upper hand at some point, like you take advantage of it and you turn it into what you want it to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that, yeah, I, I fuck with that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, like, you know, New York. So like you were definitely in the height of like before, even before the galaxy foams craze. Right. Like that's where I think um, that's where I think reselling like hit its all time. Like, yeah, it was, this is what it we was, got now, right? It was, yeah, I think that was the birth of what we started, what we see now. Like, that yeah. is the birth of it. Because there was resale before that. Mm-hmm. And speaking of resale before that, I know this is only um, <clears throat> audio, but I'll just... <laughs> Oh my God, no, dude. But we're not going to, you know, I'll say I'll hold on to it. 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 Anyhow, uh, what were we saying? Uh, resale. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about resale. Like, I think what the, the cornerstone of like when it's oh, Galaxy. made that term. Galaxy. Yeah, the Galaxy phone. 2012. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. And then, yeah. It was it 2012? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Galaxy 2012. 2012. I worked yeah, yeah. with uh that was when I was working with Game Seven. We did mm-hmm. the NBA All-Star game in Orlando. Orlando is where they launched all the Galaxy. Well, yeah, no, they that's... did the um they did it out here too in New York with the phone mm-hmm. posits and all that. But I was working down there, bro. There were maybe a thousand people like lined up across Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. trying to bum rush the door. They called the SWAT team. Like, helicopters were outside. Like, it was crazy for those Galaxy phone buttons. Where, where was that? Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Orlando. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then the whole theme of it was... Um, galaxy. Space. Yeah, Galaxy mm-hmm. space. space. type shit. Yeah, space. Yeah, because I have the dunks. No, nobody wanted the dunks. Nah, until, they didn't. <laughs> the ones like, with the Velcro straps? It, with the, no, it's the one with the, the Velcro checks. The yeah, check, I mean, checks, the check, checks, yeah, the check, check goes all the way around. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. They're they're my beaters now. So, <laughs> but fam, they um they're about to re-release the Big Bang LeBron, which is from that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, which uh, I do want. I do want those two. Mm-hmm. The um, I wish they would re-release that KD four. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't tapped into KD fours yet. I think like I don't know what they're waiting on. That's like his best one so far. That to is me. totally his best one because like mm. that strap and everything on that on that KD4 was just the nerfs, yo, the nerfs go crazy, right? And then you also have the Galaxy KD4s. And then uh, but also they need to bring out the Galaxy Kobe's too. 
I mean, if guys, that ever, is hard, but guys, I don't super hard. Kobe and uh, Nike's relationship, RIP Kobe, yeah. is a little uh, tricky right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's not in my pay grade. So, shout out to Kobe <laughs> and RIP and shout out to Nike. Yeah, facts, <laughs> RIP. That's the, oh, speaking of a shoe that I shouldn't have let go, and I did, is a pair of those. I had a pair of Galaxy Kobe's. And then immediately, and I had them on GOAT because I was just like, you know, whatever, 300. I was kind of like, but... I didn't once he once he passed away and that and the and the accident, mm. they sold immediately and I had them up for like three hundred bucks like it wasn't that it wasn't much and I didn't I didn't think to take them down and it, it was it, it it's still one of my biggest regrets I should have just taken them down it's the last thought in your mind because they had been sitting there for so long so it's mm-hmm. like all right like I'm not even really thinking about this and then it's just like oh shit the Kobe sold and they were going crazy when he first um, passed away yeah. Freaking jerseys were going for like five hundred dollars. It was crazy, man. I can't believe it's been two years already. Yeah, and I and I still will <clears throat> probably will never be able to get a pair of Grinches and also a pair of iridescent uh, sixes. I think it's the six, the Kobe sixes. Yes, the um, cloak. Is it the cloak? Yeah, the, visible the cloak. cloak dress? Yeah, the visible cloak. Yeah. Um, you can definitely get a pair of Grinches. Those they're around, not like the <laughs> old ones, but like they just retroed them. Yeah, but I'm talking about the ones that I want is part the of that. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The See, that's joints. just like a that's a nostalgia thing with you. Yeah. That um, I mean, yeah. It, what? So uh, speaking of launches, because I've my 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 <laughs> I've been at very terrible enough terrible sneaker launches. What have you ever been to? Like, like a like you've seen some craziness happen at a sneaker launch um, besides the 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 all star joints. I've seen, yeah, besides that, I've seen tons of fights. Uh-huh. Um, tons of fights between people that can't fight. Watching <laughs> two people that can't fight fight is is hilarious. It's almost as funny as watching white people dance. <laughs> um, uh, so that I've seen, I've seen people finessed out of money. Ooh. I've seen dudes walk up to dudes online be like, yo, they selling them at the back door. Just give me the bread now and I'll go back there and get them for you. Finesse, take your money, go around, and you'll never see that guy again. Yo, I've never heard of, <laughs> nobody's ever come up to me with that, yo. Facts. Nobody. I would have um, been like, what? It don't make no sense. Like, if I don't have yeah. the product in my hand, I'm not giving you no fucking money. Exactly. Like, how do you not put, like, I mean, I get it. Like, you know, everybody has these trials and tribulations getting into the game, but like, how do you get fleeced like that? That's crazy. It's easy because some people, that goes to show you how how desirable these items are to certain people. Yeah, for sure. Um, they put this value on it that's just like whatever I can do to get it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. And sometimes that involves stupidity. <laughs> and uh unfortunately, you know, <clears throat> some people are getters and some people are get gotters. <laughs> <clears throat> So uh, Yo, that's it. We gotta we have to put a shirt out. It's gonna be yeah. like don't get, don't be a get gotter. Don't be a get gotter. Like <laughs> don't be a get gotter. Be a getter. Don't be a get gotter. Because that shit Yo. is like. Alright, so I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen. Um, I've seen grandmothers wait on lines. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, like old grandmothers, old grandmother with a walker, like mm. on the line for um. Copper red phone posits. No. <laughs> or metallic, metallic red. Metallic, metallic red. Oh posits, my yes. God. Um, definitely, definitely from the Bronx. Yep. Facts. <laughs> facts. Bronx. Um, I've seen, man, I've seen, I've done this. My boy closed his whole store and sold uh-huh. me the inventory and then told um, everybody that it was sold out. That is wild, dude. Swear I think to God. I, that, I, could, I think I may have been on that line. <laughs> Yo, that's, that is, happens to me a lot. <laughs> I can say this now because he's no longer there, but it was in East Harlem. Uh-huh. It was definitely East Harlem uh, Foot Locker. This was um, White Cement Jordan 4s. Wow. Facts. Facts. OG, OG uh, retro OGs or just the Nike Airs? The Nike Air joints? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Good thing I got those on sneakers. Like, <laughs> I love that shoe. That's one of my favorite. It's shoes. one of my favorite shoes too of all time. Yeah, the four, the four is my favorite Jordan model. The four is definitely in. Yo, the four. I keep not giving it its proper just due. 
Mm-hmm. But I have so many pairs of fours that I may have to say that they might be my favorite, like <laughs> subconsciously. Facts. I got a pair right here. Matter of fact, somebody was talking <laughs> shit to me on caffeine the other uh-huh. day. And, and I said, you know, I'm going to dig into the dust. And this box still got oh dust on my. it. Yeah. And. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I need those. The Dornbecker fours. I I got some stuff laying around. I just don't wear this shit because, like, a lot of it's not comfortable. Yeah. Um, I like comfortable shit. Like, it looks good, too. And, um, yeah, I just don't wear it as much as I did. But this shoe, I break out ever so often. I mean, that shoe's a classic. It's one of the most copied shoes ever, I think. It's definitely up there because... There were times you could see you go to you go to a sneaker con or or like a dunk exchange and somebody's wearing those and you're like, why is that S crooked? And you just why is that this super is what I'm crooked? Saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And that is the first uh official collaboration between DC and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because um they didn't have anything like that at the time with the Superman logo on it on a right, yeah. Jordan brand shoe. So yeah. I mean, that shoe is definitely iconic. I don't know why people like it does. It definitely gets a ton of hate. But I mean, like, it got, I think it's it, dope. I think it got a ton of hate. I think it still does get a ton of hate. But yeah, what made me really fall in love with it was the story behind mm-hmm. like the kid and why he designed it. Yo, so facts. Uh, that there was no way in the world I could hate on that shoe after that. No. Yeah. I mean, the learning about that, the Dornbecker. Uh, hospital and like how Nike works with them and uh, these kids who are terminally uh, terminally ill or some of them have beaten it too but like uh the, the, story the, for you. yeah oh and, but like just learn like being able to learn about that through sneakers has always been like I think it's just super dope so I have a couple of them like I got the I got the eights the Dornbecker eights, Dornbecker eights I thought was fire mm-hmm. Dornbecker sixes I really fuck with Dornbecker nines. I had two pairs of those. Uh, Dornbecker fours, of course. Um, Dornbecker ones. I'm fucking with with the ocean type wavy shit. Um, there was a few, but I did have the pleasure of meeting the young man who designed the Kyrie two, the Dornbecker wow. Kyrie two. He came to the place of business that I affiliated myself <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah, and um, I have a picture with him in my phone. But yeah, like. That was like one of my best moments like that I had working like me and that kid. And the fact that he beat his ailment mm-hmm. and yeah, mean, he guy, excuse me. So. No, nah, yeah. I mean, just being <clears throat> able to put their story of like their struggles or what that whatever inspires them into a shoe. And it's just it's poetry in a shoe, you know, X. Doran Becker threes cannot forget Doran Becker threes, the mm-hmm. red ones. I the really fuck joints, with yeah. those. Before those nasty DJ Khaled uh, Jordan threes, there were you know, Jordan I, Becker. You just reminded me. What happened to you? Remember, they, Jordan had that like, what was it? It was it called something lab. It was like Jordan Lab or something the, like that. The, the lab, the lab series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like I thought. There, I, I thought it was like they're going to be that thing, and then they released those red patent leather uh, fours, or the, I think it was the fours, and then that red thing just patent leather, black patent leather. Yeah. And then um, it just died out immediately. It, literally, it died <laughs> quick. There was those. There was the three M threes. Yes, three M threes. There was, um, and I think I'm missing one. I think there might have been four of them, but they went in and they went right out. <laughs> I but, remember seeing somebody in them, and I was just like, "Oh no!" And then they were also wearing leather pants on top of it, and I was just like, "Nah, man, this is not Eddie Murphy. Uh, <laughs> you're not about to do a, a special right now. Do not come out." With- but the thing is, people really like. We had tons of stylists come yeah. in and buy those shoes. Like, I guess they, I, maybe it's an aesthetic on stage or whatever it is because those shits are so fucking shiny. <laughs> I don't really know. But, I, I um, can see, I can see Usher just doing, you know, like sliding through with the. I, I can guarantee you. <laughs> I can guarantee because I, that name has come across my my board before. Yeah. That he has gotten a pair of those from us. <laughs> Facts. Facts on facts. It was like, that's one of those way. names that no, like there's there's a list of people that we have like uh yeah, there's a 
there's yeah let's just let me just leave it there yeah it's fine it's fine um but i definitely want to talk about like you know unboxings right so Mm -hmm. we're in this world where youtubers are now like we've got the harrison nevels we got the jock slades and a lot of it is not as how unboxings were back and like five years ago and stuff like that but what do you see anybody that you like we should like pay attention to in terms of inbox unboxings or do yeah, you I'm think that that's not true yeah and this is with all due respect <clears throat> i don't watch these niggas <laughs> these people niggas whatever you want to say <laughs> um and that's no slight to them yeah, I watch, I catch some stuff from like Jacques Slade because I, yeah. I fuck with Jacques. So he's one of those. Um, and I'm familiar with them. So I'm familiar with uh, Seth Fowler. I'm familiar yeah. with uh, former Simpson, um, Bullet RC, Tony Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbreakable Kicks. Do you watch Unbreakable? Unbreakable Kicks. I, yeah. I know that dude, met him. Uh, who else is there? The uh, Quis Omar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name right because that's my guy. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um. So I'm familiar with all of them, but I don't watch none of their stuff, and I'm sure they don't watch me. And if they do, great. They don't. <laughs> it's all good. Um. I try not to get too lost in what other people are doing. Yeah. And like focus on more of my thing. But um, and essentially we're all talking about the same shit. All right. Um, but uh, but you, I you will. know, you, you got the fresco take on it. People come. That's what I'm you, saying. My my out. take yeah. is different, but my take is <clears throat> my take is that I am I gained my notoriety being like having to do this shit person to person. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know how they gain their notoriety. I can't say because I don't know everybody's story, but I know them from the internet. Right. The people that know me from sneakers originally. They saw me at Complex Con. They saw me in some place tangible that they could physically be like, yo, he was right there. Yeah. So um it, it's I don't, funny that it's funny that you brought that full circle because that's how that's how we started this podcast. <laughs> me telling you that we ran into each other in Complex Con. Facts. Like, <laughs> what I'm saying, like this is this is my I think this is and I see all those guys there and mm-hmm. things like that. But um I don't know. I, I just I would, but since I'm never, ever a hater, so I'm not saying this in any malicious way, I just mentioned all those guys because I am familiar with their work and I suggested everybody watch all of them. Yeah. Like in real time, because they all, they all have their own spin on how they, you know, introduce shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, like I said, I really don't watch their stuff like that. It's not anything personal. It's like, I'm outside a lot. Like a you, lot. you outside, man. I'm writing my own content. I'm filming my own content. I yeah. film for uh, a brand that I work with and I shoot my own stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like if it's, I don't know. I just don't get to see it. I, I really, that's it. It's no, and on, on YouTube, I watch battle rap. Yo, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with you right there, man. You know, I'm a big KOTD and, and, uh, uh, that's that right? King of the Dot? Yeah, King, King of the Dot, Dot, Dot. URL. You know? Yeah, so that is a part of the reason why I'm even on Caffeine. Why <laughs> yeah. I have a partnership with Caffeine. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like I barely, I barely see anybody's stuff. And it's not out of like, you know, disrespect or nothing like that. I'm just like, I don't see it. I don't even watch TV. <laughs> it's just only battle rap you watching carter deems and yo uh, nah nah i'm definitely not watching carter deems like you could have mentioned anybody else but chess, um chess and uh chess is good see chess is racial profiling see you went from all the way you went from carter deems to chess yo that is fucking crazy but it's okay it's but you just racially profiled me. No, I didn't. Yes, you that did. That was the name that oh came God. out of my head. <laughs> Yo, you went from Cardi Beams to Chess. I, so I went from King of the Dot to URL. The rapidly rappingest, whitest, rapiding, rappiest, to the blackity blackiest, blackest, rapidly rapping. Yo, he went totally different sides of the spectrum when it came to that. 
But I fuck you. I fuck with that. I, that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't say shotgun should. You know, it's the same shit. <laughs> you ever heard Chess's voice? That nigga. Is a yeah, Chess. Man. Chess. Chess sound like he smoked like twenty packs of cigarettes. And this day, is what man. I'm saying. And Chess makes references. He's supposed to be 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. He makes references to things that are way surpassed <laughs> his age range. This dude be doing, he be doing like he be doing verses on the on burning the burning burning of the Bronx. What was it? This is what I'm saying. He got mad shit, and I'm just like, yo, you were not remotely born. But there's some kids like that, so I get it. My nephew's yeah. like that. Um, mm. I mean, as we as we wrap up after I get after I got roasted <laughs> as we wrap up Man. the episode, harder <laughs> deems, bro. Like, and the fact that you even reference him. Like I mean, this, I told you, there's two names that was on top of my head. I thought I always think Carter Deems because I actually really like Carter Deems. Mm-hmm. I think Carter Deems is no, nice. No, Carter Deems is nice. He yeah. can rap, but they're so like. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's definitely King of the Dot. That may even be like, don't flop. <laughs> and this is 100 percent URL. I mean, I did like I could have went Shuffle T and then <laughs> Shuffle nice. T's best. Shuffle T is like. Shovel T is definitely don't flop. Uh-huh. That's like Ur. That's Ur's Lee. Yes. Yeah. Those guys. Nothing, we, nothing, nothing wrong with those guys. We're going to have to start doing a, a battle rap podcast. This is what I'm saying. I talk about battle rap on my channel and the horrible outfits that I see oh, in battle man. rap. V- um, they don't really show sneakers too tough. And I'm, mm. I'm gonna change that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I'm I'm going to let's make get, sure that that changes. It, let's get um, as we wrap up this episode. Uh, we ask everybody each week, uh, "What does the thrill of the hunt mean to you?" The thrill of the hunt. Yeah. Okay. The thrill of the hunt to me is work smarter, not harder. Your yeah. hunt, your hunt, should be as easy as you can make it. Mm-hmm. So. When it comes to hunting, hunting involves thought, hunting involves planning, but hunting also involves just like organic interaction with like whatever, whatever you're interacting with. So organic interaction builds relationships and relationships can assist you when it comes to hunting. So I would say use your thought process, um, be organic. Uh, build those relationships and have a have a a plan in the sense of what you want to do. Like mm-hmm. as far as like the hunt, the hunt is not just sneakers. The hunt is like so. Um, I say, yeah, work smarter, not harder. Like try to make things work for you rather than you working for them. Yo, perfectly said. Let's go <laughs> dropping dropping these thought bombs. You gotta have people being like, all right, uh, you know. <laughs> We don't want to hear that bullshit. How the fuck you get these shoes? No, in real time, like yo, like if I if I'm just gonna keep it like real time, like right now, mm-hmm. um, uh, I can't even say get outside because you know, like a lot of these stores, there's raffles and there's you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I will say, um, get into coding. Get into coding. Coding is a major part of this entire resale business Mm -hmm. because it is dominated by like online sales and the people who make bots. Some of them, if their bots are successful and several of them do have successful bots, right? They they get access to shoes and then they can also sell the bot. So you Mm -hmm. can sell the bot on one end and then you can buy the shoe on the other end. Is this legal? No. Well, y'all don't give a fuck because this is a filthy game and we live in a capitalistic society. So if I'm going to give you the easiest, not the easiest thing, but something that you should probably look into Uh is coding, coding (laughs) and anything tech, because the tech shit is what dominates all business now. And even sneakers is the same shit. So, like, I would say that because if you're trying to go outside, you can build certain relationships. But there's unless you make yourself special. Or you selling some type of service to someone, whatever that may be. <laughs> yeah. There's a thousand people that that same manager at that spot knows mm-hmm. that are asking that person for those same shoes that you're asking for. So you gotta, your approach just has to be different. Yo, I mean, now I'm just staying inside. I'm gonna start coding tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm saying, yo, do something. Like, yo, try some shit. I don't know. Just try it. <laughs> 
Uh, but let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me in the streets. <laughs> if you want to run a fade. <laughs> yeah. You can find me. Oh, my hashtag is don't slander me if you can't beat me in a fight. But um, So, nah, you can find me uh, on Inst- on every social media platform for the most part is Fresco BK. No, I don't have Snapchat. It's mainly Instagram, Twitter. Um, my YouTube is Fresco 717. But if you look up Fresco Wilson or Fresco BK through Google, I'm sure there'll several things that are going to pop up <laughs> that may entice you that you may get to watch some of my unbo- unboxing videos that are on YouTube. Um, and you can find me on Caffeine TV. I have three segments on Tuesday. Tuesday is drip out the box. Uh, if there's any place I want my drip to come out of, it's a box. Don't let that go over your head. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Thursdays is high flashing. So I'm talking about high shit, which is marijuana. Mm-hmm. High shit, which is elevation, but also fly shit, which is also elevation and fashion and shoes. And I have special guests like I've had smoke. I've had yeah, I've had a couple people on. Yeah. And um, I have Saturdays is the re-up. So the re-up is like Saturdays normally the pickup day, pick up mm-hmm. shoes, pick up like releases, et cetera, whether that's clothes, shoes. But Saturday's a day we like not only re-up on like new kicks, but we re-up on energy. It's like the end of the week, you're kicking yeah. it, like you're, you're getting yourself back, but you also stepping out trying to get some fire shit. Exactly. So um, yeah, caffeine, Instagram, Fresco BK. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Yo, it's <clears throat> been a pleasure having you on. And for everybody out there, you know what we say every week, wear your kicks. Peace. Wear your fucking kicks. (laughs) Or else Fresco gonna come and see you. (laughs) Yo, seriously. And I'm stepping on them shits. (laughs) All right, yo, peace. Later.